May all beings be happy. May all beings be healthy. May all beings be free from harm. May all beings love life. May all beings awaken. Welcome to another Cuke Audio podcast. I'm D.C. Pupa of Cuke Audio and Cuke Archives, preserving the legacy of Shunryu Suzuki and those whose paths cross his. I pray that you and yours are safe and comfortable, free from economic hardship, and able to get out and do whatever it is you want within the limitations of the universal precept of do, as little harm as possible. So today we're going to hear the second clip from uh, the last lecture that Shunyu Suzuki gave on August 21st, 1971. Uh, I'm going to read it first. Um, let's see, is there anything to report? Oh, yeah, Lynn has gotten three snakes out of her house recently. Ah, uh, she said only one was poisonous, though, so, you know, that's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good odds. And there's another woman, I forget her name. She had a four-foot python in her uh, home, and... Uh, Oh, she had to ask somebody to come get it. Four feet. I think you could pick up a four-foot python. I, I would be afraid, too. I wouldn't. You have to be somebody that's used to doing that sort of thing. I know Lynn has had cobras in her home. She's had cobras in front. She's had two dogs die from cobras. We, we've never seen a snake at our place or in our garden. Uh, however, down the street toward the beach where there's a big field, that is has a locked gate, the most wonderful field. A lot of times it's open, or it's been open, and then we walk through it on the road. I used to let Bondi go free there, and she'd run in and out and do things. But I got to know these people that live in there in this little, mm, uh, they're sort of caretakers of it. They got ducks and chickens and Oh, they, they've got little gardens in it. It's a big area. You know, it'll, it'll be a big hotel. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, there's plans for everything. Any, any uh, empty space, there's plans for here. So, um, uh, you know, I was talking to them, and uh, I, I said, because uh, they work in it, and I say, uh, 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 you see any cobras in there? They say, oh, yeah, there's cobras in there. They say, they, they won't bother you, though. Just leave them alone. And I say, yeah, but my dog will bother them. So uh, I always, if I, if I am lucky enough to catch it when the gate's unlocked or somebody's going in and out, uh, I can go in. Nobody will ever tell me not to. Uh, I'll, and on the other end, the, the beach end of it, it's, it's easy to get through. Uh, uh, but anyway, I keep Bondi on a leash when I'm going through. Um, hmm. Okay. So, oh, I wanted to say one other thing. Uh, there are non-cobra snakes here that are poisonous. There's green ones that are poisonous and green ones that aren't. Uh, there was a, a woman. <laughs> no, it was a friend of mine, uh, Scott, who has passed on. 
uh, this we call him Dead Scott, uh, and um, uh, he was sitting at little at um, Lutus down by Sindhu Beach, and uh, you know there's trees there, and a green snake fell on him from the tree. Anyway, ah, and threw it up in the air, and it landed on another woman's lap, and she went ah, and threw it away. But uh, I heard it was not the poisonous type. Mm, I unfortunately. I uh, do not know the name, do not know the difference. I, I think poisonous snakes have a more triangular head. But um, anyway, there was a poisonous type green snake on the sidewalk, uh, like the way we go to the beach, um, uh, in, in front of that uh, big field, you know, it had gotten under the gate. And there was big old Bruno, this really big dog, like, a, you know, you think of a husky or something like that, that type of... I've been around for years, lying on the sidewalk. He went over and checked it out. It bit him, and he died in 10 minutes. That's what they said. I wasn't there. Ah, sorry. We liked Bruno. Um, Okay, I'm going to read the clip that you will hear. So, and and then you will hear uh, Shunyu Suzuki saying it, as he did in his final lecture. So, Dogen Zenji says, Buddhism originally is beyond all positivity and negativity. Buddhism originally is beyond all to be or should be. The real way is not only to be, but also should be. Or not only should be, but also to be. That is the real way. That is the stage you will acquire after following the teaching. Ah, this is rather discouraging. (laughs) Maybe if I say so from the beginning, you will not, uh, uh, you know, say, oh, I wish I hadn't started practicing Buddhism. It's too difficult. You may say so, but Buddhism isn't any special teaching Actually, Buddhism is our human way. Here we are. Here we have many things to think about. First of all, we should know that this world for human beings, not the one for birds or cats, but for human beings, this world is the world of suffering. Originally, you know, well, not originally, but for human beings, as long as we are, you know, human nature, which is very selfish, which cares for something which you can't acquire or you cannot expect, that is human nature. We care for something which we cannot reach or because you can't reach it, you want it. Because, you know, we do not stay forever young. We want to be young always. Something which we cannot expect is something we like. That is our human nature. So human life is, you know, at the same time, a life of suffering. That is very true. We should know many things about our human being. When you know about human nature deep enough, then you will start to practice Buddhism. It's like an operation. 
When the pain is strong enough to accept the operation, you'll go to the doctor. But it is almost impossible, you know, to have an operation when you have no pain because you have a great pain. Because you know human nature well enough, you start Buddhism uh, like you go to the doctor to have an operation. This is the nature of Buddhism. That is why you practice Zazen. At first, when you sit, many things will come up, you know, many ideas, many wrong ideas, and many things you did before. We don't do so many good things in comparison to bad things. Most of the things we do are bad, <laughs> are things you feel regretful about. When you do something, you feel very good, but after you did it, how do you feel? Oh, I thought it was very good, but it was not so good. That is something you know, that feeling you have. And that kind of feeling comes up, you know, constantly when your mind is very calm, like a bubble, you know, it comes up from the bottom of the water. When the water's rough, not smooth enough, then no bubbles come out. Even though it comes out, you don't notice it. But as soon as your mind becomes calm, you may realize how many bubbles you have at the bottom of your heart. The real practice, you know, starts from that kind of practice. You may say, Zen practice should be calm to have calmness of your mind. It's real practice. I have been practicing Zazen for so many years, two years, three years, or more than that. Still, I don't have calmness <laughs> of my mind at all. What shall I do? That will be your question. In Zazen practice, we say, if something arises in your mind, let it arise, let it come. They won't stay so long, so let it go away. In Zazen, that works pretty well. If you let it come, and if you do not entertain it, it will go away. But in actual life, it is not so easy, you know. You may suffer. Then what will you do? When you suffer, what will you do? The suffering is very strong. What will you do? Here's something you should think about. The one point is, your practice is in the first stage, and you have the next stage and the third stage. In the next stage, it's like when you have good zazen practice, nothing arises in your mind. Your mind will be, even for a while, in complete calmness, where there's no image or feeling. Your mind is complete calmness. That's the next stage you will have in your zazen practice. And the third stage will be the stage you come back to the stage. Something like the first stage, where there are many problems, where there are many weeds, and where there are many flowers. Uh, but the way you see the flowers, the way you weed the weed is different, but nearly the same stage, looks like the same stage, but big difference. So you don't have to solve that problem. The point is you should continue that practice of difficulty. That is the point. So you should know uh, 
That is only the first stage of your practice. So you can't solve the problem only at the first stage. If you struggle at the first stage, you will lose your practice. That's why we say, you know, great patience is the best of virtues. To continue is the most important practice. Without struggling with it, just continue it. Then you will uh, have a chance to have the second stage or the third stage. Okay, so that's the end of the second clip. Uh, now let's hear Shunya Suzuki uh, say that. Um, you know, I edit the audio. I edit it while I read. They won't be the same. You know, they'll be a little different here and there. I just do a running edit uh, as I read it. I think it makes it a little smoother. Oh, I'm going to mention one thing I cut. At the very end of what I just read of this clip, I cut uh, two sentences because... Uh, Mm, it's really unclear what he's talking about. Uh, he might be responding to somebody else. So when it says, in what is what still remains, he says that the last sentence that he says, then you will have a chance uh, to to have the second stage or the third stage. And then what I cut was it means that it means I I forgot where I you know, found out that statement. It's like he's looking for something, but it it really um, doesn't work. Uh, so I cut it out. But it's there in the verbatim and in the original audio. You can read the verbatim. You can read a light edit. Uh, just go to shunyusuzuki.com. Uh, go to this, the lecture search form. And uh, for this lecture, you'd write in the keyword box 71-08-21. So, uh, Dogen Zenji says, Buddhism originally is beyond all positivity and negativity. Buddhism originally is beyond all... Uh, to be and or should be. Real way is not only uh, to be, but also should be. Or not only should be, but also to be. That is real way. That is the stage you will acquire after uh, following uh, teaching. <sighs> this is rather, you know, discouraging. <laughs> uh, maybe uh, if I say so from the beginning, you know, you may say, oh, uh, I wish I didn't start uh, practice Buddhism. <laughs> it is too difficult. <laughs> you may say, but Buddhism is not an special teaching, actually. Buddhism is a human way. We have many things to think about. First of all, uh, we should know that this world 
for a human being, not for birds or a cat, you know, but for a human being. Uh, this world is a world of suffering. <laughs> originally, you know, not originally, but uh, for human being. As long as we are, you know, human nature, which is very selfish, which care for something which, you know, you uh, cannot acquire or you cannot expect. That is human nature, you know. We care for something which we cannot teach, you know. Or because you cannot reach, you, you want it. Because, you know, uh, we do not stay young forever. Uh, we want to be, you know, uh, young always. <laughs> something which we cannot expect is something we like. That is uh, our human nature. So, uh, human life is at the uh, in the same time a life of suffering. That is very true. We should know many things about our human being. Uh, when you know about human nature. Uh, deep enough, then uh, you will start you know, Buddhism. You will start to practice Buddhism. It is like operation, you know. Uh, when the pain is you know, strong enough to accept the operation, you will go to the doctor. <laughs> but it is almost impossible to have operation when you have no pain. Because you have a great pain. Because you know human nature well enough, you start Buddhism. Like you go to the doctor to have operation. This is um, nature of um, Buddhism. That is why you practice Dazen. At first, when you sit, many things will come up, you know, many ideas, many wrong ideas, and many things you did before. We don't do so much good things in comparison to bad things. <laughs> Most of the things we do is bad. <laughs> or uh, things you uh, feel regretful. When you do, you feel very good. But after you did it, how do you feel? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was very good, but it was not so good. <laughs> <laughs>
that is something, you know, feeling you have. And that kind of feeling come up, you know, constantly when your mind is very calm. Like a bubble, you know, comes up, comes up from the bottom of the water. When the water is, uh, you know, enough, not smooth enough, then no bubbles comes out. Even though it comes out, you don't notice it. As soon as your mind becomes calm, you may realize how much bubbles you have in your uh, bottom of your heart. The real practice, you know, starts from that kind of um, practice. And you may say, uh, then practice should be calm. To have calmness of your mind is real practice. I have been practicing Zazen for so many years, two years, three years, or more than that. Still, I don't have calmness of mind at all. What shall I do? That will be uh, your question. In Zazen practice, we say, if something, you know, arises in your mind, let it arise, let it come. Then it will not stay so long, so let it go away. In Zazen, yeah, that works pretty well. If you let it come, and if you do not entertain them, they will go away. But uh, in actual life, it is not so easy, you know. You may suffer. Ah, then what will you do? When you suffer, what do you do? The suffering is very strong. What will you do? Here it's, you know, something you should think about. The one point is, you know, your practice is in the first, you know, stage. And you have next stage and the third stage. In the next stage, you will, like when you have good dozen practice, Nothing arises in your mind. Your mind will be, even for a while, uh, in complete calmness, where there's no uh, image or no feeling. Your mind is complete calmness. That is the next stage you will have in your dozen practice. And the third stage will be the stage you come back 
to the stage, something like the first stage, where there is many problems, where there is many weeds, and where there is many flowers. But where you see, see the flowers, the way you uh, weed the weed is different, but nearly the same stage. Looks like same stage, but big difference. So you don't have to solve that problem. The point is, you should continue that practice of difficulty. That is the point. So you should know that it's, you know, the only the first stage of your practice. You cannot solve the problem only at the first stage. If you struggle at the first stage, you will lose your practice. That is why we say, you know, great patient is the best of virtues <laughs> to continue it is most important practice. Without struggling with it, just continue it then you will have chance to have the second stage or the third stage. This has been a Cuke Audio podcast. I'm DC Puba of Cuke Audio and Cuke Archives, coming to you from Sleepy Sonur with Doggett Bandita, Fila Cuchita, and dear lovely Katrinka. And we're wishing you and yours and all of us a grand awakening.